Duur, duur, duur. Festie, festie. 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 Festie, I'm Rob. Rob 2.0. We were just saying, and this time we've actually got the date yeah. in advance. Um, the 9th of June, I think it was. I did have it in front of me. 6th of June. 6th of June. Yeah. You got that right. Yeah, 6th yeah. of right. June. So we recorded the episode. It was uh, Spill the Beans as well. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, back in the oh, old days. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was before, for anyone who's joining late, you know, all of our millions of subscribers, um, we had... A podcast, well, it was this podcast, the same thing, but yeah. just a different name called Spill the Beans, different intro, a bit looser, a bit looser. Oh, a bit yeah, looser. yeah. And then we thought we'd add a little, I was about to say mature touch, but that would be a bit too, <laughs> a bit of spice, yeah, maybe not mature. Um, I'm very yeah. mature, I'm 43 years old. <laughs> Is that not mature enough? Mm, maybe. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you came on at, at end of May last. Yeah, last year. Last yeah. year. Um, we didn't do our... No. The year before. Yes. It's coming it's up. It's 2023. 2023 now. Yep. Oh, yes. Yeah. So you'll notice behind us as well. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a deer in headlights know, sometimes. Um, <laughs> it's Sunday morning, all right? <laughs> Afternoon. Um, you'll notice the Christmas lights behind us. We are recording episodes ahead, as we've mentioned before. So uh, we hope you all had a good Christmas and New Year. Um, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Yep. So, Rob, year and a half. What's been going on in your, in your life? We've seen you've been busy on, on the socials. Have I? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I've been commenting a lot on your videos. Yeah, which is good. We appreciate that. We don't even pay you for that either. Yeah. Really? We, we, <laughs> probably, yeah. we probably should. I was expecting yeah. my check coming through. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we probably should pay you a salary the amount of support you put. Per annum, per annum. Yeah. Not per comment. <laughs> really? I can do lots of comments if we get paid per comment. Um, yeah, lots of stuff has been happening. Um, I have trained and tried to run the Norwich 10k but they moved it to a different date so I didn't do it on the new date because I'm not going to run 10k in October so I thought I'll train for the date that I I'll do it on the date I trained for so I'm, I'm looking at the camera I should be looking at you guys. No, look wherever you want <laughs> yeah. look wherever you want um yeah so I did my 10k on the date I trained for just not in Norwich but in my local area where I've been training um, and it took me much longer than it did about 11 years earlier when I first did a 10K. Um, uh, probably about an hour and 20-ish minutes um, and um, a really dodgy leg at the end of it because I <laughs> basically dragged myself around the whole thing um, after about, um, I don't know, six or seven miles. I was like, okay, I need to finish this. Mm. So I dragged myself through it and did it. So I did it and I've ticked that box again and I've never run in again. I was going to say, will that be happening again? <laughs> <laughs> never, never. That's just, not a bad time though, seeing as you got a bit of a dodgy knee. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But where, where was this one you did 11 years ago? Was it Newcastle, do you say? Well, I did the um, Great North Run, which is a whole half marathon. Yeah. I did that um, up in like Newcastle or... It's Newcastle and what's the place next to Sunderland? Newcastle? No. Middlesbrough? No. It South Shields? South Shields. That's it. South Shields. So they're, they're kind of paired right next to each other. And so the Great North Run is done between them both on the, the border either side. I'm probably getting that wrong. People in Newcastle... Or South Shields will be able to correct us on that one. Yeah, Ant and Deck watch it, so they'll... <laughs> yeah, oh, of yeah. course, yeah. Why, yeah. <laughs> That'll do it. So, yeah, I did that way back, and I got literally just over two hours, about two hours, two minutes or something for that, which is pretty decent, I thought. Um, and then I think about a year after that, I did the London 10K, um, which I got done in about 
40 something minutes, close to 50, about 48 maybe, I don't know, can't remember. Um, and I thought, okay, it'd be nice if I can do 10K again, just a little bit faster, 45 minutes would be good. Um, but obviously way off that because mm. <laughs> I'm not as fit as I used to be. What's your uh, like pre, pre-run formula? If you're going on like a 5K or 10K, is there something that you'll have to, or are you going... Um, empty. It depends. I think way back when I was properly training, um, I either went out first thing in the morning, I think. Uh, but if I trained during the day, um, this was training in, in London. Yeah, so I used to have a big bowl of porridge mm. um, with soy milk um, and probably some protein powder or something in there. I can't remember. It's a long time ago. Um, and then give it like half an hour, wait for it to settle into my system. And that, that was good for me. And I got great times for that. Um, and I think when we actually did the run, because uh, I was doing it with my friend for a charity, um, the night before we probably carved up on all kinds of stuff. Um, might have been a uh, pasta bike. No, it wasn't a pasta bike. It was um, shepherd's pie or something like that. <laughs> uh, no, there probably was pasta of some description. There was lots of food, mm. lots of carbs, lots of vegetables. Um, so it, and then we probably had more protein or something in the morning or whatever. But yeah, just you need lots of carbs to do a to do a long. The best of carbs the day before. Yeah. Well, they they call it carb loading, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Don't they say? Someone told me from work, like, try keep fiber down, like on the day, especially because otherwise you end up being well, like, you, bloated. You're not meant to, to have it on the day. <laughs> you meant to like carb load for like the week before. Yeah, exactly. Just get the body body used to it and stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know much more about that. Render will be in a much better position um, <laughs> with his. Genius level of skills, sports wise. Um, My sports first knowledge. Time you've been called a genius. Yeah, yeah, you've got the degree. <laughs> you've got the degree to prove it. So, yeah, yeah. That's that's go. good fortune. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you also done. Uh, you uh, was it like three thousand press ups? Yeah, for November. Yeah, which we've just finished. Yeah. yeah so I did a hundred press ups every day, um, only because I'd kind of got lured into it mm. we wanted to get our tashes out but render's already got his out and i'm a bit scared to do it yeah <laughs> so yeah i i can't maybe next year i hate growing my uh, facial hair it drives me insane mm -hmm. um i've only been a day after shaving i can already feel it it's all it's all coming through yeah again i wouldn't grow a tash if i was you'd probably be in danger of going near schools <laughs> <laughs> I don't go in your school. <laughs> Says you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you look like Little Chef. Little Chef. Yeah. yeah. Back in what? the day. Do you remember Little Chef? What? The fucking restaurant. Um, rest, the, yeah. I was about to say like petrol, the, you know. Yeah. What do they call them? Service station. Yeah. Yeah. Thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think what he looks like. I'm going to have to look now. It's going to bother me. Um, it was a red and white logo, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Was I it? don't know if it's I don't know if it exists anymore. No, no. I thought isn't there one by Fickthorn? No, there no, probably was so. one where one, yeah. the, the McDonald's near um, is it Bungie, yeah. Blowfield. Uh, would, would you that mean, used to be a no facial chef. hair on. Little that chef. used to be a little chef. I swear there was a tash on him. <laughs> the Pringles man. Yeah, <laughs> you are the Pringles man. Yeah, yeah. I quite like my tash guys. Nice. Did you? Um, was it more of a challenge or was it a charity thing as well? Or Yeah, it was, it was for November. Yeah. So uh, raising money for them and for men's mental health and stuff, which means a lot to me. Yeah. Um, and it was a friend that I made um, coming out of my own struggles with mental health. Mm -hmm. um, and he was, uh, said he was going to do it as well as doing... Uh, um, two two hours, an hour? No, I don't remember. A lot of kind of cold water dips. Mm. Um, so like two minutes a day for um, thirty days. So sixty minutes of cold water dips, which he did, and he said he was also going to do 
100 press-ups every day. And I was like, oh, yeah, don't fancy the dips. I've tried that. It's okay, but not this time of year. Um, so I said, oh, I'll do the press-ups every day. And I originally thought, hmm, um, on days I normally go to the gym, I shouldn't really do 100 press-ups on those days as well. Um, so I should do it on the days in between. Mm-hmm. And I tried to calculate how many I would need to do on the days in between to, to get to the, number, the equivalent yeah. of 100 a day. It was like, oh, it's not going to happen. So I had to just do 100 a day, even on the days I'd already been to the gym. Yeah. And because I was doing visit video edit evidence as well. Yeah. To prove that I've already, I've done all my 100 press ups. Um, I'm not going to take my camera to the gym. So I had to do it once I got back from the gym. Yeah. Had a bit of a rest, rejuvenated and then, uh, Give it another go. I used to do 100 press-ups every day. Yeah, I remember you yeah. doing them. For like yeah. six months I did it. Wow. I got I got up to doing about 350 a day because I could do 90 in one hit at one point. I can barely do wow. three. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I've I can never do about, really done any I reckon I can do about 40 or 50 in one hit now. But yeah. yeah. It To be fair, it, it it was good. It's good sort of upper strength and core. Definitely. Yeah. I'm, I've, I've made a list. It's like my... For, New Year's, but I'm not starting on New Year's. 27th of December, I'm going to start doing it again. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah do Good it. stuff. Because I, I thought, it, really. <sighs> there's a lot of stuff in between. There's World Cup and Christmas <laughs> in between there. Yeah. And am I really going to want to do that on a hangover? Whether, oh, but yeah, put the turkey in the oven. I'm just going to do my 100 press-ups. The pudding, 100 press-ups. Yeah. yeah. So, 27th. I think I'd have to start off on my knees. Like I'd only be able to do like literally like a few, a handful without doing like, I said to you before, I mean, if it's not a challenge, you can start off doing like 40 a day and then build your way up. Exactly. I'd have to do like 20 knees in the morning, 20 knees in the evening. 20 knees. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Would you do it again? Um, I don't think every day. Did you notice the difference of your, how lean your chest was or anything like that? Possibly. I don't know. It, I didn't take any specific measurements, so I couldn't really tell you, but it's it definitely more, felt like it. there was some improvement. Yeah, it's more strength than like hypertrophy, or you like yeah, to call it hypertrophy. Yeah. Um, so it's more strength, and you notice it over the month of how much stronger sort of your arms yeah, and I mean, definitely are physically. That you can speed of doing it was definitely improved by the end. And I mm. sort of did mention it a few times in the comments on my posts about it mm. as, as the month was going was on. Was it a drastic difference? From like the first day to the, well, maybe not the first, but like your first week to the last week. Um, I don't know. It was always slower on days where I'd already been to the gym. Yeah, definitely. Um, it was much quicker on just days I was completely fresh. Um, I don't know. I, but... Because about, I don't know, a few days, about a week or so in, I moved from doing them on the floor to doing them on little parallettes. Yeah, yeah. Because you can get better range of motions. You can go deeper. And so I thought that was a bit better. I did try actually doing it for a few days with my feet raised on the back Mm. on the parallettes to go completely down. Mm. But um, that was just such an awkward position. Working a lot of trice up there. I as think, well. Yeah. I think I'd prefer it with those, what do you call them? Parallettes. Parallettes. Because yeah. my wrists hurt. Well, I, yeah, that was I, part yeah. of the reason why I did it. Because it's like, so I think if I could get a better grip like this on this. Yeah, exactly. Better. Much better to just do it. It's just more in line with just how the body works and stuff. I'm intrigued. Do you know how much calories you burn from 100 press ups? No idea. Yeah, it's not a lot. No, because it if wouldn't the, take too long. It's, it's if more you, if you do them all in one sitting. Yeah, yeah. Because you're working your heart, heart rates more. higher, yeah. longer. Yeah. I always felt, I felt fitter, like even cardiovascularly wise, when I did more in one sitting. Because mm-hmm. I was like kind of out of breath. And I'm like, can press ups really make you out of breath? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Which yeah. is why I was having like minute rests in between each set of doing them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they got a little lower and lower of the amount I could do between sets as, as I went through. What was your max you did in one sitting, one press up in? Um, well, I think I topped out at uh, 30, but not because I couldn't do more, but because I had another 70 to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I needed to have a bit of a rest. Um, if I, I think previously uh, when I wasn't going for a hundred, I'd 
topped out a 40, but I couldn't tell you that my form was brilliant for that 40. But I'd like to sort of at least get up to 50 good ones in a row eventually. I felt like I had to go for like speed to get more in because that's when your arms start wearing. That's why I got so out yeah. of breath. Because if I just did slow, good form ones, then my arms would be knackered. Where yeah. you have to, If you want to go for higher ones, you have to properly bang them in. Exactly, but you have to have great form. Yeah. That's the most important thing mm. that I was thinking. I want to do these with good form because what's the point? I mean, I'm going to the gym three times a week anyway, so I'm not going to waste this chance to sort of... Build your... Do exercise yeah. Yeah, yeah. properly and want to properly do it. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy the, the strides you can make with the amount you can do, though. Because I, I remember when I first started, it was like, I what, 20? And I was like... About this, yeah, and it's like it's all of a sudden it's like, yeah, I could do 90 in one sitting. Yeah, I never got, I don't think I'll ever get that far, but I think at the time you were doing that, you were probably much lighter, yeah, definitely. So, you and really I'd been doing for like six months, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like imagine doing a hundred like a hundred press ups every day for six months, <sighs> yeah. It, it the reason I gave up is because I went on holiday and it got tedious. It's so yeah, tedious to put so that tedious. time. It was apart. tedious after two weeks. Well, yeah. after a week, really, I was like, I really, I've promised myself to do this, so I have to do it now. Right, I think it's a good time to get in to the wonderful thirsty Thursday segment, hot, mm. soft, alcoholic. I'm sure you've been waiting months for this moment, haven't you? Have I? Have you slept? <laughs> I struggled. I got there in the end. The press ups helped. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Knack you out. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> Right, so you, uh, you watch this a lot, but for the audience who may not have heard, aim of the game is hot, soft, alcoholic. We want you to pick your favourite hot drink, soft drink, alcoholic drink in the perfect scenario. There's no limitations. Um, we want to hear as much detail as possible. So if you're in Venezuela on a deck chair, then that's we want to hear all of that. What music's playing in the background? Who are you with? What have you just done? That would be perfect. And Renda, what have they got? Oh, they you've Rob got you've got the Thirsty Thursdays gold card. Mm. Glistening. Where is it? <laughs> Did you ever play worms? <laughs> find it. Yeah. Did you remember when you throw the holy hand grenade? It goes hallelujah. Do you remember the holy hand grenades? This might be like oh. a couple versions up from the first one. Yeah, like I think Worms three D. <laughs> you played like yeah, Worms three D on worms the Nintendo sixty four. <laughs> there was yeah, nothing yeah. like that on Worms one. Yeah. Anyway, you've got. I the thought, card. I thought you could ask him. Have you got worms? Because <laughs> yeah. you keep fidgeting. Yeah. <laughs> um, you've got the gold card. Yeah. You've Brilliant. got however oh. much money you want. Yeah. Mm. Butlers, butlins, anything. <laughs> exactly. That's good. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I Shout out Butlins. Like sponsor us. <laughs> Please. <laughs> that would be our fucking sponsor now. <laughs> this episode's brought to you by Butlins. <laughs> You've got the gold card, Rob. How are you going to spend it? Yeah, kick it off with the hot. Right, okay. So, the hot drink. We are in Iceland. Mm. Mm. So you're cold already? Yeah. Well, we're not cold because we're in a lovely cabin. Nice. Looking over the plains of Iceland. Ooh. Um, it's a beautiful evening, the stars are out, and in the sky is the Northern Lights. Yeah. Oh. What's the uh, um, professional word for it? Aurora Borealis. Aurora Borealis, that's it. Jeez! Yeah. <laughs> I didn't expect all this technical knowledge <laughs> on a Sunday afternoon. Dropping the knowledge on your face. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm once you get the knowledgeable people on there. So what are you drinking with your Aurora Borealis? Yeah. What have you? Okay, it's uh, hot chocolate, obviously. Mm. Mm. <laughs> we had hot chocolate on the other day when Leon was talking about it. And he's not a marshmallow guy. Do, are you having any toppings in your hot chocolate or do you want it bareback? Uh, no, there's whipped cream all squirted all on the top yeah. and a flake. No, oh, oh, nice, yeah. yeah. So what are you drinking out of? Uh, it is a proper mug that's, I know, ceramic or clay or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, sports direct. Um, nice and thick, and so you can put your hand around it and feel the warmth Oh, nice, it. as you're cosied um, up. Yeah, exactly. And uh, there's a, also a little stirring spoon in there as well. Yeah, nice. So you reach to the bottom. It's a nice tall mug. Yeah. It's like a tapered one, so it's 
Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Have you got chocolate grated on the whipped cream? Mm. I was thinking about powder. that and I wasn't sure. Yeah. I, I think that sure. just tops it off with the You could have a dash of cocoa, yeah, can't just you? Just a little bit, of, yeah. just a dust. Make in. it look nice. Mm. Yeah, just yeah. for aesthetic purposes. This is probably one of the most aesthetically pleasing hot drinks we've had. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I know I like that. And you just sit there, there's either nobody else there or just people just uh, appreciating the Northern mm. Lights. In silence, almost. yeah, quiet. No, mur- no mur- yeah. murmuring, no yeah. ambiance, just silence. Amazement. You can hear it was whizzing. Yeah. yeah Is there a fire roaring the in the background? Obviously. Yeah, so you, you can feel it on the back of your neck. Oh, yeah. there's nothing like that. Warmth. Yeah, I know it's on my toes. Well, not oh. on my toes, but yeah, that would be <laughs> yeah. painful. Yeah. <laughs> but you Shoes can feel it off. sort of, and it's crackling in in the sort of room, mm-hmm. and yeah, um, nice. yeah it's crackling yeah. on your bunions. Yeah. I don't have bunions. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very good choices. Yeah. I like them. Yeah. I could do that now. Great hot drink. Soft drink. Soft drink. Okay. We're now going to time travel back in time. Nice. We like that. And um, miles and miles away to a different country, um, to a memory I have from my first package holiday um, as a kid. Um, I think 1989 it was before you two existed. Just a couple weeks before ago. All, then. all of you. Can't get the existed. Doctor Who. Woo <laughs> woo. <laughs> yeah. So um, we were staying in this lovely hotel that I think was called Abu Sufyan, if I remember, in Tunisia. Mm. Oh, okay. And we were like half bored, so we had breakfast and evening meal all paid for and stuff. Um, and in the buffet bar area, you have all your bits and pieces, your croissants and your toast and jam and all that other stuff that you have. I was only like nine, ten years old at the time, so I didn't know much about buffets and holidays and mm. all the junk. How to take advantage of them, like yeah, we do yeah. at our age. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. So um, as part of the setup. They had these big canisters with the things you put your cup under to get the drink out of. And there was this big canister of this kind of reddish burgundy liquid. And I thought initially it was wine. And mum said, no, it's not wine. Have a go. And so I put my cup under there, poured myself a nice mug of it and uh, tried it. Pomegranate juice. Oh. The best oh. thing I've ever tasted in my life. So have you got ice in this one, Mermit Juice? Because I no. assume it's hot. No. Oh, just never straight had... out of it. Is it like syrupy pomegranate juice no. then? No, no. Freshly squeezed. Yeah, it's like same consistency of like apple juice. Mm. It's just, the taste is just amazing. I love pomegranate juice. I've never had it. Yeah. Oh, you, you need to have it. Can you get it in the shops? Yeah, yeah. I just don't know. carton. You can get it in carton. Oh, okay. These days, yeah. you have to go to Tunisia to get it out of the buffet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's because it's 1989. We couldn't even spell pomegranate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But no, it was the best thing. And I had that every single morning afterwards. And we were there for like two weeks. And it was the best thing I've ever tasted. Mm. They're going, oh, here comes pomegranate boy again. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's I'm the only one who bloody drinks it. Well, pomegranate yeah, I, Palmer. I probably went back enough times to empty the whole canister of it. <laughs> uh, what's Tunisia like? Beautiful. We went uh, on a, a camel ride in the Sahara Desert. Mm. Can someone remind me whereabouts on the map Tunisia is? Africa. Okay. North, North Africa. Oh, so it's actually the, in North the, Africa, like Morocco, Egypt. Kind oh, okay. Of. Yeah, yeah okay. Right, right in that area. Oh, nice. Yeah. Lovely wow. warm. We were there two weeks. Beautiful. Um, I think there have been some dodgy things turn up there over the years, but one, not when we were there. <laughs> Wabi yeah. Kazari. Huh? Football player, played for Sunderland. Oh. <laughs> Dragon <laughs> football in. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I thought that was like something bad that happened. Yeah. yeah. I was like, <laughs> that, to be fair, that sounds like a spell, doesn't it? Wabi Kazari. <laughs> Is that the war in 93? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, nice. No, it's a beautiful Tunisia. place. Definitely have you been go. since? No, no. I, I, Would you go back? I don't know, because I think once you've been somewhere once and you've had a great memory, you yeah. don't want to ruin it. Mm. Sometimes you feel like you just like the next place should be somewhere where you could have that experience again, somewhere new. Yeah. Kind of thing. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are places I've been to multiple times, mm. but only because, I don't know, for different reasons. Mm. <laughs> but there you go. Yeah. Nice. Deep. I like it a lot. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I like but it a lot. Did we ask what glass the pomegranate juice was being drunk? He said a mug. You oh. wanted that same oh, experience, no, no, I guess. I don't you? think it was a mug. It was probably like those, whatever containers you get at a buffet to stick under like the porcelain thing. no probably like a plastic thing like those red things you get in all the films oh yeah like red american plastic cups oh, yeah. yeah yeah i nearly yeah. brought some it was today. so it's oh, not like might, it's not like the quality of the cup it's just the experience you had yeah. oh yeah exactly yeah that, so, yeah that memory do you know what the gold card doesn't cover priceless yeah oh, <laughs> oh, that was good you, you fucking man words today yeah. oh, aurora, aurora borealis that's the one um and then finally, the alcoholic drink. We know from the last recording, um, and just from knowing you a bit anyway, that you're not really an alcoholic drinker at this time. But no. you, you were, you were, um, we were doing some shots, weren't we? We did some film. shots. Yeah. Yeah. And that is not actually my choice. Nice. nice. I did think about that and thought, yeah, shots are good and all that, but not really good enough. For this, again, this comes from a holiday that I had um, ooh, quite a few years ago. <laughs> Not quite as long as 1989. It was a bit more recent than that. I think it was this century for a start. Oh, good. <laughs> so uh, I went on a trip to visit my friend who at the time lived in Los or near Los Angeles in mm. America. So California, beautiful Um weather was just amazing because it's California. And we went out to Venice Beach. So we stopped at a, a cafe restaurant thing. And um, I was with my friend that I was staying with, obviously. And she's German. Uh, that's her background. That's where she was born. But she moved out to LA and she was my friend at that point. So I went to visit her. Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Yep. Um, and she said, yeah, you should have this beer. Not this is, this beer is, bitter. This is a morning beer. Uh, no, a day beer, she Ooh. said. This My ears are perked. A perfect <laughs> day beer. You've had this beer. Oh, oh, I think I know what it is. It is. Mm. It's Erdinger. Mm. Nice. Yeah. It is the best day beer. German beer. German beer. I mean, all German beer is amazing. Yeah, I've yeah, had nice. lots of it visiting my friend. Again, Germany is a place that I've visited several times because mm. my friend lives there. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have the non-alcoholic one from time to time then? Because I actually quite enjoy that I one. I had it if, once. Yeah. And you were there. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> oh, it mm. is nice. It is nice. Um, but because I don't really need to, I can just fill my boots with water at home. Yeah. Um, I don't need to suddenly have a non-alcoholic beer. Mm. <laughs> so I had it that once. Um, but... Yeah, any German beer, whenever I've visited my friend and beer is an option, obviously it's German beer because it's the best beer. Yeah, it's smoother. It's not as, you don't get as gassy. Light not on got the all tongue. the chemicals in it. Well, it's made out of three or four. Four, four ingredients. Four ingredients. I don't know what they are. But that's German law. It is German yeah, law. Yeah, yeah. remember when we went to Frankfurt. The purity law, isn't it? It yeah. is. Yeah. It's the Mace, best. barley, hop. Yeah. And then I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. what are you having what? it in? Water. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> You're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah probably. What uh, are you having it in? Just in the bottle that it comes in. Yeah. yeah. Cold. Yes. Mm. Yeah. 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 On the yeah. hot beach as well. It's exactly. It's mm. beautiful on a, in the oh. lovely California sun, just sitting there watching the world go by at Venice Beach. Nice. Sand just in the toes. Um. Not sandals on or yeah. no. Just sitting at this at this bar. No, just chatting the world away with your mate, just sitting there, watching the world yeah, go by. Nice. Um, People just, watching. Just eating whatever you've got for breakfast. I can't remember what we ordered. Mm -hmm. um, and just sipping on the on the Erdinger. Sweet it's, nectar. It's I love Erdinger. I even love their glasses because they come in like, a, they're not really a Stein one. They come in like those, it's like looks like a vase. So it's like thin at the bottom and then it gets thicker. So it's like the opposite way around the normal glasses. No, it's not. No. Anyway, it's like, it, but it's it's like accentuated, I suppose. It's like thin at the bottom and then it comes out quite wide. But like a bit like a small gin glass at the top. Like, you know, that kind of wide. And then thin in. Yeah, I don't glass. know. You'll have to find a picture and put it up. 
lovely glass. people because I don't really know. I'm just the bottle. It have, you, came in. have you seen the Jurgen Klopp advert? No, I don't watch TV. What, does he do the advert? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Guy. They pour it and you know, like in Stella or like a lot of these lager adverts, they take the top off. And the guy in the bar is about to take it off. He goes, no, leave it. It's oh, like, right. It's best the way it is. Yeah. 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 And then drinks it. Cool. Also, Bayern Munich are sponsored by Erdinger. And obviously when they win the uh, Bundesliga, which they do every, every year, year. Yeah. they have these massive, like, well, they must be like two litres worth of it. Yeah. Oh. I think that Erdinger yeah, is the name and the place where it's proved, uh, the area, sorry. And um, I think one of the recent times that I was out there, I think the time before last that I was out there, we went to Erdinger. Uh, the whole area and went to this amazing um, pool place. It's a bit like, um, oh, what's the place in Thetford? No one's even Splash. Seen. No. Yeah. Centre Park. Oh. <laughs> Centre Park, thank you. <laughs> anyway, so it's like Centre Park. It's like a massive place. Loads of pools all interconnected all around the area. And obviously, well, not obviously, but there is a big bar in one of these places and we sat there and had some mm. German beer sitting at with our feet in the in the water just bobbing up and down and having some drinks and stuff nice. oh, amazing sorry. place oh. and that's that's I think in Erdinger whereabouts is Erdinger in Germany uh in South Germany near I don't say near Munich but we were my friend lived in Munich so we drove from there out to it so it was within drivable distance maybe like an hour from Munich okay this episode is brought to you by Lower Goat Barbers, and unless you've been sleeping under a rock, then you'd know. Exactly that, Renda. Look at this beautiful, aesthetically pleasing location that we are now recording the podcast beautiful. at. All thanks to Lower Goat Barbers. Now, Lower Goat Barbers, who are they? What do they do? Not just supply to the number one podcast in Norwich, maybe even Norfolk maybe even the world they also supply buttery creamy haircuts am i right yeah just yes. like parmesan yeah. cheese now as you can tell jack has not had a haircut from here so he what are you going to do next book a haircut exactly who are you going to book it with lower goat barbers exactly that simply go to the app store and download the logo barbers app or check out their facebook page or instagram page all the details down in the description if you want a fucking jc haircut like this then check out lower goat barbers and they'll supply the creme de la creme and don't forget to let them know that we sent you back to the video back to the video baby Welcome back to Thirsty Thursday. If you haven't already, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. We hope you've booked in your haircuts. I've got a little something here. Hopefully this won't outdate too much by the time this episode releases, but at least we can have a discussion on it. I think you might be interested as well. Hopefully. So I'll just read my note. Heading down... Uh, Heading now banned in football one day before and after a game to help deter concussion and brain damage. Three times more likely, likely to get brain damaged if you're doing this. Um, heading, uh, heading, one. heading very vulnerable and could go from the game entirely in the next decade. That's uh, the Scottish FA have done that, haven't they? Yeah, like yeah I did read that the other week and thought, oh, that would be good for when I go in and do my podcast. Yeah. Well, there's, there's, there's so much... Um, well, so so much link between Alzheimer's and heading a ball. Yeah, I mean they're trying to phase out a lot of the um, big hits in like American football. It's a massive thing in American football and get leading to Alzheimer's because obviously they crash helmets so much. Yeah, but even from like playing football, like I'd hate to be a centre back because the amount Some of times of you head the ball. Fucking powerful balls that come in and they're like straight on the noggin. I think fuck that. And boy. I was actually talking about this last night. I, there's there's no doubt how you know all of the older foot, older generation of footballers have Alzheimer's because the balls that they were heading back then were like pure leather, mm. yes. heavy balls. Like yeah. they hurt your ankle to kick, let alone to head them. As well mm. as get hit in the face by one. Yeah, yeah. when you're a kid. So I, re realistically, if you're a centre back, you're heading the ball 10, 20 times oh a game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I'm, I'm quite proofing. for it, especially the. Maybe from the game entirely, that's an interesting discussion we can talk about. But the not header in a day, the day before and after a game, I think, is a good shout. 
Mm. I don't think it can be taken out of the game. It's such an integral part of the game. Yeah. Especially like set pieces. Imagine the amount of set pieces and like... It would throw off the entire game. Yeah. So it wouldn't much. be football anymore. Yeah. Well, actually, it would be more football it instead be, of less yeah. headball. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like you said, set pieces, I don't know what they would do. Everyone would just have to go for an overhead kick or a volley of some form. You imagine it came up to your head though. Everyone was like... Yeah. Everyone would like... I think if it was like something that happened um, during the first like few months or whatever everyone wouldn't know what to do they'd be like it's like keepers you can't use your hands (laughs) (laughs) no overhead kicks are dangerous in themselves aren't they yeah Yeah, isn't that how you injured yourself yeah I broke my collarbone didn't overhead kick I was at home didn't I yep gang gang Zat and Ibrahimovic they call me yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's got Tash hasn't he yep I got called Zlatan Ibrahimovic yesterday only about (laughs) a foot shorter you're so alike (laughs) it is Um, me Zlatan. So, do you Swedish. think they will do, remove heading? No. Not completely, only just from doing that before and after, or before yeah. the, the uh, match and stuff. That's it, probably, yeah. It's already yeah. in like the um, English FA's conduct of like, you can only head the ball a certain amount of times in... Um, you can only head the ball a certain amount of times in uh, like training and warming up. And I think it... In uh, kids' football, they can't head the ball at all when they're training. No. Yeah, I don't think they'll get rid of it completely. It's like boxing the the, the players, the, the boxer signs up, or any fighters, in fact. They sign up for that risk, technically. And uh, that's Billy, by the way. Yeah, fighters <laughs> kind of sign up for that anyway, don't they? And I think football is a similar thing where yeah. I think this is part, part and parcel. Mm. Of the Part role of the risk job, you take, isn't it? Yeah. But it's trying to just mitigate the risk yeah. for the long long term effects. Mm. You want to have a, like a full life, not sort of half a life, and then the rest you're just a bit of a vegetable. I wonder how much longer like boxing and UFC is going to be around. I think, I th- I'm hope, should I say, that it just like stays and obviously as much treatment and health as possible. But I feel like that is just like. How it is, isn't it? I want to see some crazy elbows to the face. You say yeah. that, you say that, but there's lots of things like when I was your age that I thought, yeah, that's just just the way it is. But now it's very, very different. Yeah. Well, like, I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't want to see it removed from the sport because of that. I feel like it'd be nice, and I, I bet they probably don't to an extent. I think as long as the no, health they just is want there. To play. Yeah, but yeah. you got to think we've come from like fighting lines in a pit to now just like hitting each other like, on their face a couple of times. Well, not in our lifetime. Maybe in Rob's. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying yeah. in 20 years. I'm saying maybe in like 100 yeah. years we'll fight and still be about. Yeah. Because people are like, no, everyone's so equal and they love each other. and mm. yeah. PC things. Mm. Testosterone levels all-time low. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so definitely. are really, people really going to fight? No, let's just have a kissing contest. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be UFC. <laughs> Live in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> Ultimate fisting championship. <laughs> Kissing contest 246. <laughs> Coming to you live. Oh, I'd love to see we that. We could present that. Yeah, we, we could. That. Sponsored by yeah. Kissing Contest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Ugh. God. So, China was showing the World Cup footage, but cut out the parts where the crowd were not wearing masks and showed something else on the screen, like the ref instead or one of the players. So they put the footage of uh, well China's perspective of the World Cup and then like BBCs or whatever. And for most part, they're quite identical. But then when it when the BBC would pan to, or ITV, pan to the crowd who are all like, and all that stuff, um, China would cut that and they would pan it to like the ref or something like that because they don't want to show people sort of enjoying themselves with no masks on because obviously China at the time of recording this is what well, parts of China are in a lockdown aren't they and they've yeah. sent out the, the squirty gods to uh, spray down the, the streets well they they China regulate everything because if you ever see even like movies or uh, movie posters they will be China's will com- be completely different to yeah. um, the rest of the world so when they make um, trailers um, or posters for films, they have to do two separate ones, one for like, I suppose, the Eastern mm. world, and then one for like Western and China. It's weird how China is so like, 
mask, mask, mask. And yet they're still got lots of COVID and we're just chilling without a mask. And COVID's still there, but I mean, like, I think we've just gotten used to it now. And to most people, to their body, it's just a cold, isn't it? You've got to think it's more how contagious, but less symptoms. You've got to be think how many people are in such a dense space, though. What is there over a billion people who live in China? Something. Like yeah. Should I? And there's 63 or 67 million that live in the United Kingdom. How? Yeah. Oh, I'll do that again. I'm going to guess 1.2 billion. What's the population of China? I would have said 1.3. 1.43 billion. Oh, I was closer. <laughs> As of 2020. 1.4 billion people. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. That's a lot of UKs. It is. That is yeah. a lot of UKs. <laughs> that is a lot of UKs. Mm. Yeah. I just find that crazy, isn't it? Like, that they will yeah. show that and like make their own narrative. I suppose that happens but every day. And we it's don't a communist notice, country. Yeah. That's why. That's what CCP stands for. Mm. Sorry, the Chinese Communist Party. <laughs> mm. yeah. They regulate everything, don't they? It's because they want yeah. uh, they want people to live a certain way. Again, yeah. communism. Yeah, yeah. And to be fair, we weren't that far from it recently, really, with the USSR. They were communists, weren't they? So, yeah, I think it was the nineteen eighty nine, nineteen ninety. Cold when, War. Uh, when the Russian Russian communism all fell. Soviet or Union, yeah. And the Berlin Wall fell, which was all linked in with that. One thing crazy that all that stuff happened and two crazy that it wasn't even that long ago. No. It just feels crazy and some stuff still happens like that now that isn't necessarily televised or too public but yeah, it's crazy. Fucking crazy different topic. Please quickly. do. Yeah. Talk about anything. Are you politics. ready? You're on a plane. You've just landed. Are you one of the bastards that will get up straight away and stand up no, or will you sit I'm down the, and wait? I'm the last one on and last one off the plane. Yeah, I hate people that you, or like you're on a coach or an aeroplane, you land and the seatbelt sign's just gone off and it's like, oh, quickly, quickly. And then you're standing, it's like, well, now you stand there for 20 minutes like an idiot and whilst exactly. I'm chilling I'm, in my one centimetre chair. I'll do it, <laughs> not immediately, but I'll wait a little bit. If I'm on the aisle and then I'll get up because then I'll just get like my bag out or like help yeah. people get their bags out. Because if you're on the aisle, it makes a bit more sense. Are oh, you fuck helping people get bags? Out. <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh, right. I'll like see footage of that. Yeah. Probably find some if you want. Yeah. The thing is, I always think you're getting off the plane at exactly the same time as everyone else. What exactly. are you doing? Yeah. But I also understand that, you know, if you've been on a long flight and you've not stood up, mm. then stretching your legs. Understand yeah. Mm. But what I think what bothers me is when everyone then starts to queue on the plane and you can't get out and get your bag when it's time to get and get your bag because everyone's already got their shit and queued up and now it's like, okay, I'll just wait for you all to pass because you're all got ahead of yourself. I don't understand too much of these like fast lanes on getting on the plane either because like that plane's taken off at the same time. Mm. Yep. If yeah. it's free, yeah. then fair enough. I'm in a different queue. Yeah. It is what it is. Unless it's it. like part of a package where yeah. you've got like one of those... Uh, uh, like private areas to sit down, have a drink and stuff like if that. If they give it to me, I'll have it, but mm. I'm not paying for it. No. Like no. Ryanair when like the only thing you get, like you said, is literally you just get on the plane faster. But other than that, yeah. it's, it's just pointless, isn't yeah. it? No, I'm always the last one on the plane and the last one off. Just oh. because I can see everyone's sort of running to line up to get on the plane nice and quick and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just sitting there. It's like, oh yeah, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Mm. And when they're all busy or finished queuing i like just then stroll on yeah and then just sit down and then just wait until they've all done all their stuff at the end and then i'm i'm just stroll off again and most of them are all really slow walkers anyway so i can power past them all anyway that's the thing i understand <laughs> going a bit faster when you land at stansted because the automated um passport checker at stansted is is horrific Especially if you wear glasses. I was going to say, yeah, for glasses wearers as well. Yeah, yeah definitely. Because I always see people failing it and they wear glasses and they still got their glasses on. But oh. then the thing is, because you've got to hold your passport in like this, yeah. I struggle because I can't see anything. And you're, I'm, I'm miss looking at a different I'm, I'm missing the thing. So yeah. I have to like get the passport out, go the right way and then quickly take my glasses off. I'm like... It's like a rubbing your tummy, patting your head situation. <laughs> Past two times though, first time. I've never had to do that. It's been... Years since I've had to 
been been on the plane, so I've never had to do my passport like that. I just give it to the, whoever the officer is. And they yeah, I don't know do if it. they have it at other places in England anymore, but it's definitely at Stansted. Yeah, you yeah. a lot of places I know, like Heathrow and stuff, have to scan ones, but the ones at Stansted are pretty clean and new, like fresh and new. But uh, you still broken. have the passport control where you have to speak to someone and they'll double check your passport as well some of those are still there as well as the scans but yeah. they they use that for families I think oh, right. yeah. or like special passports whatever. talking about planes Rob what is your biggest fear I don't know definitely not planes <laughs> yeah no but it's like a common fear isn't it <laughs> no because my dad was a pilot so um, planes is definitely not my fear at all I don't know what is my biggest fear? That's a really interesting question. Sharks? No, I think it's going to be something a little bit more deeper and existential okay. than sharks. Yeah, it's probably not going to be good for a podcast. <laughs> the f- is it the fear of failure? No. No, that's, that's like the opposite of my fear. The fear of being too successful. No, no, no. <laughs> Failure is a good thing. I encourage failure. Um, I'm writing a book on it. So, um, yeah, failure definitely isn't a fear. No, it's just a more existential thing. Of I don't know if it's a really a fear. I don't think I'm really scared of anything these days. I think I've got to the point where it's like, well, life is life. It'll be where it'll be. Yeah, see, mine is sharks because I've just got a recurring dream that I get eaten by a shark. Nothing to lose. I thought it was just deep water that you didn't like. Yeah, with sharks in it. Last time, you gave us a very motivational speech. You did, yeah. Do you have anything else? Any any motivational thing for the viewers out there watching? Mm. Because we've got a lot of new viewers. It's a fresh year. Oh, yeah, as well. there are a lot of more subscribers. I've seen I've seen the numbers yeah. rise. So have you got anything to inspire the new people? Yeah. Uh, again, I wish you'd have prepared me in advance yeah. for this. We gave no Rob zero pre notes or schedules, so he's come in pretty uh, okay. um I'll pick one that actually relates to what we've just been talking about. Sharks. No. Failure. Fear. <laughs> oh, uh, Lean into fear. Um, fear is the thing that's going to help you go forwards in life. Whatever the thing is you're most afraid of is the thing that actually is going to be what releases you uh, in life in whatever else you is you want to do. So the thing you're most afraid of is what you have to do. Seek discomfort. Yep. Lean into I, it. I can't wait for the music behind that. Yeah. Oh, inspirational music. I'm gonna music. get. I'm gonna oh, get no. the gladiator music in yeah. the back again. Yeah, that I was an d- iconic second. I uh, and that was great too. That was fantastic, yeah. Rob. Fear is a you know you know fearing failure is something you shouldn't fear. What you just said. No, because you learn so it, much from failure. I was gonna say it, all of my sort of biggest pluses have come from learning from failure. Absolutely, that's where you learn the most from fear and yeah. failure. Oh, that could be a good song. Allows anyway. us to grow. Yeah. Is your new book going to be called "Fear Is the Fuel of Failure"? No, no, no. no. no I'm not going to tell you know. what it's called. Okay. A lot of I haven't written it yet. Oh, yeah. Well, Send us a copy. Yeah. Well, but uh, yeah, but it's going to be a long signed. while. Yeah, it's going to be a long while because I've got lots of other things I need to do in life. We'll plug it when it's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You could plug my current book. Yeah. Yes. Plug it. Let's do that. Uh, it's co- It's not a complete book with loads of pages to read. It's a, a like fill your own book in <laughs> type of thing. It's called My Own the Day Own the Day Journal. Um, I think on the last episode it was on. You saw my Jumping. logo called Own the Day. Yeah. On uh, the yeah, back yeah. of my top. Um. That's my like mantra for my business and my life, really. Um, so my own the day journal is talking about how you can every single day do a little thing to move you for- forwards in life. So I've listed in the book 104 different tasks that you can do, uh, one of which every day. Um, and that means you've owned that day. 
and you've moved forwards in life. And even if you do the same little task every single day, you don't have to pick a different one every day. You just pick the same one every single day. As long as you do it and get it done, you will move forwards mm. in your life. And there's lots of areas that you can use. There's uh, lots of tasks to do with confidence, to do with money management, to do with uh, mental health, um, physical health, um, and relationships, and all kinds of stuff. So there's 104 different tasks to choose from. Just pick one. You don't have to do any of the thinking. You just pick one task from the book. Say, I'm going to do this task today. It could last any as long as short as two minutes. Or if you pick one of the physical tasks, like going for a 20-minute walk, then 20 minutes. But as long as you do that task, then you've moved forward a little bit in your life. And it's just building that momentum one day at a time. It's beautiful. We'll add all the links in the description as yeah. well. So Please you do. can you can uh follow Rob on socials Start and we'll the link the year. book, etc. Exactly. Just like there's hundred and four tasks, you've got hundred and four seconds to book yourself a lovely haircut, a logo barbers. And uh hundred and four seconds to press the subscribe button and Or you die. But yeah. Well, Rob, Thank that was you. that was beautiful. Oh, yeah, a lovely, heartwarming, positive episode, I think. I enjoyed that. Oh, me too. Thanks for having me back. No, Great way to start we'll the year. Back in the future. Yep. Yeah, thanks for coming on again. Guys, thank you for watching. Again, like we said, follow. Uh, Don't follow. forget to like, follow, five stars. Perfect. Subscribe. <laughs> Hit Rob up. Thank you. Happy New Year. Peace. Happy New Year. Festy first day, 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 first